Can this show get any worse? Ian Lee's two-hour-long late-night radio show starting at 11 every weeknight, except Fridays. It's just a little problem with the faders. Don't worry, my fault. Enjoy the show. Ta-ta. Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. And whatever comes our way. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Fire all of the guns. I like smoking lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm under Yeah, darling, go make it happen Take the world in a loving embrace Fire all of the guns and what's in Explode into space
Today's Ladies Week. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening. This is Pitcher Phyllis with Absolute Baseball. <laughs> in weekend action, it was Toronto over Tampa Bay, 5-4. to four. Texas over the Yankees, 4-1. to one. Boston over Oakland, 5-3. to three. And the Phillies over the Mets, 3-0. So that is the Cubs and the Cardinals, Blue Jays and the Orioles. So till next time, remember, a mighty wind is blowing. <laughs> Eloise, I, I need a little bit of help with the studio. Why? What's happened? The, um, you know the box with all the songs on? Yeah. Oh, Christ, look at that. It, it, it's so big on the screen, I can't... There's, the scrolly okay. bar isn't there. It's taken up the whole screen. This is insane. Uh, it's Ladies Week. You never thought it would happen. It's happening here, and we've got a, a week full of guests. But first, we need to sort... Look, the, the bar is, is here, off, off screen, and oh I can't... gosh. I don't know. I can't get it. I don't know how to do that. Well, I've tried to shrink these boxes. <laughs> it, doesn't do, it doesn't do anything. It just makes the, those... Really it makes the outro box bigger. Look, oh, look, look how big the outro box is. It's huge. I don't know what to do. Oh, God. I don't know, Ian. Well, but they were, I, I can't get to the songs. Can, just hang just if I drag can... them up. You're just going to have to drag them up. Oh, there we go. We can do that. I can do that. It's only Vampire Weekend anyway. It doesn't matter. drag it. Drag. So, uh, an exciting week. We have uh, a pretty much... Giggler. A pretty much packed uh, week full of shows with guests. Tonight, uh, we've got Keith Lemon, I think, haven't we? Yes. And Harry Shearer? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Two of the biggest stars on ITV4. No, hang on a minute. No, two big stars on the, on the phone later on. Tomorrow, we've got uh, the lovely Lisa Faulkner, who's made me some jam. Has she? She's made me jam. Have I got jam? It's a bit rude if she comes in and only brings you drum. I gave you a present earlier on. You gave me one square of your Cabris caramel. That's not the only present I gave you. Oh, (laughs) Ian gave me a penis pump. I gave Eloise a penis pump. And you say that you don't get anything from me. You've got a penis pump. (laughs) I've not got a penis pump. Pardon? Yeah. So, uh... What did you say? I said I've not got a penis pump. Yes, because she gave me yours. All right, You can have it back. I don't want it back. Although I'm intrigued. Have you used it too much, then? Well, I do, what they do... We, we can discuss this on Ladies Weeks, because ladies are interested in penises. So I this am. Is, this is I've the, got one. What? <laughs> pump. Penises I'm talking about. Oh, I meant the pump. You're, just back away from the microphone. Calm. <laughs> I know you're excited, because you're going to get to speak to your kind all of this week. So, <laughs> the way it works this week, only ladies can call in. Apart from every night, we're going to have a ten-minute bloke's corner. When blokes can call in, okay? But but apart from that, it's only ladies that can call in. Uh, uh, we may have the blokes' corner tomorrow night when Lisa Faulkner's on, because I'm, I'm kind of guessing. She's a fan of the show and has been for years. And I'm kind of guessing that she may want to talk to Barry from Watford and she may want to talk to Verinda. She may, you know, these people. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. And if, and if she's at home listening now, going, what? And make me some jam. Um, and, and make it... No, you can't, you can't order a, a, the, the MasterChef winner and a famous actress to make you some jam, for goodness sakes. <laughs> if you bring a, bring a slice of bread, I'll let you um, have a little bit of mine. <laughs> I totally am going to. OK, well, then you won't get any of Lisa Faulkner's jam. thing is, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll get it. i say, thanks very much. Get to sign it. Go on eBay straight away. That's going to be worth at least 25, 30 quid, isn't I'm gonna it? I'm going to tell her. I'm going to rat you out. Don't I'm tell gonna her. I'm going to email well, now. No, don't, don't email her. I am. You, just, you can have £5 of the money I make from eBay. 
How much are you going to make? How much I, do you reckon that will equate to? Tenner? I've just... Are you listening to anything I'm saying? Turn that TV screen off in there, because that's what it is. You're watching Sky Sports. I'm not watching anything. I've told you how much I think the money, the, the jam, would make me. No, you just said I can have five for you. I, I told you, you how much I thought the jam would make I'm me. I'm this close to swearing at you. I'm this close to punching you. Good job there's this glass all in the way. <laughs> Very it's good bulletproof. Job. Very good job. This. Is it bulletproof? Dunno. Hope so because do you remember when we were saying about it, oh, if the murderer, it, if the murderer came down, we would and um, if we had screams over the intercom, and then we just had these walls. Has that ever happened? Apart from wartime, I think it happened in wartime. Has it ever happened uh, on an American, on an English-speaking uh, uh, station in the free world that someone has been on air and someone has come into the studio with a gun? Has that that must that must? I know that Charlie Wolf has fainted on air, which is kind of close. <laughs> uh, has that ever happened? That someone has been doing a live broadcast and someone has come in. You've heard the door open. You've heard maybe a gunshot. You've heard so get away from the microphone. Uh, I don't know why. That I'm can't have happened. It must have happened somewhere. Why? Why not? There are a lot of lunatics out there. You know, by talking about it, we're going to make it happen here. Oh I don't... no, don't! Because you know I've got that my weird phobia of the acid thrower. Well, yeah, I know. I'm talking about bullets. I've, I'm, I'm more scared of getting shot by a bullet than uh, being have, having acid thrown at me. That, 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 that terrifies me more. <sighs> I watched. Um, but, we although, about no, I'm feeling. I'm feeling quite. And this is for you, dear lady listener. I'm feeling quite. Um, Feminine. No, au contraire. The opposite. Because I watched Kick-Ass again last night. And I've I got f- the DVD today. Oh, man, it's such a good film. Fandango liked it. There was one bit where she said, I feel a bit uncomfortable, that 11-year-old g- girl doing oh. that. And I went, no, you don't. It's a comic book. It's not real. And that, I think that convinced her enough to never mention anything bad about it again. It's also, a brilliant film. Also, in real life, girls that age say a lot worse. But it, wasn't, it wasn't the sea bomb It was the, the violence. Oh. She's a very violent hit girl. It's such a good film. I'd forgotten, and I, I really identify with the main guy, just that being that geeky kind of teenager where girls don't look at him and that, protect, that practicing fighting in front yeah. of the mirror. I used to do all that. I used to love doing that when I was a kid. Have you seen him in that Role Models film? No, I've no. It's brilliant because he's actually like a 20-something-year-old yeah. guy. He's English, is he? No. Wasn't he John Lennon? I thought he was John Lennon in Nowhere Boy. Am I getting confused at the wrong person? I might be getting confused at the wrong person. Ladies, 0330123215. Was he John Lennon? Was Kickass John Lennon in Nowhere Boy? Or was he in Role Models as a wizard? As a wizard? Not a wizard. He is actually a medieval fighter or something. Anyways. Hmm. Excellent stuff. 0330-123-1215 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, ladies only, please. Uh, Lee Francis is coming up uh, very... Uh, not Lee Francis, we have got him at all. We couldn't get him. We've got Keith Lemon coming up, we think. But there is stuff that I want to talk about this evening. Uh, first of all, my, my new... I, I've kind of heard about these people before, but then I, I was reading about them at the weekend, and they freaked me out. Are you aware of freegans, Eloise? What? Freegans. Are they a type of cow? No. Do I get a clue? Yes. They're people that eat for free. Oh. But what that means is, they go through bins. But they don't go through, like, the bins in, like, Oxford Street or something. They go through the bins at the back of Tesco's, at the back of Sainsbury's, and get all of the stuff... Out of date stuff. Out of date stuff. Or they go to, um... I think there was a programme on about it recently, and I saw a trailer for it as well. Uh, And they kind of go through, um, like, skips near fruit and veg stalls and go, Well, this tomato's all right. I'll have this. Now, that ugh noise you're making out loud is what I made internally. It's a, but some of them are quite nicely dressed, well-spoken people. Um, so, you know, it's quite, they're quite sensible people. But it seems odd, doesn't it, to uh, 
Go and get food out of bins, even if it is in plastic bag. My wife would never eat anything, even if it's been dropped on the floor for just a few seconds. Wouldn't touch it. I'm a big fan of the 25-second rule. And as I said, I ate, I ate a dirty plum that I dropped on the floor the other day. But, Fregans, would you do it? Would you go through a bin and get food out? Just because, even if it was like a, a day out of date or something, just because it was wrapped in plastic bag. I don't think I could do that. I'm guessing, now this is Ladies Week, I'm guessing it's mainly going to be the blokes that would have done that. That it's it, that, That's kind of a man thing, isn't it? To eat dirty food and um, go through bins and things like that. I'd be very surprised if any lady would be doing that. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. If you've never called before, ladies, tonight is an excellent night to do it because it's girls only. And I'm throwing these things out. If you've got stuff that you want to talk about that I'm not addressing, oh, double, three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. I can see blokes ringing up on the screen. They won't be getting on until we do the ten minute blokes corner later on in the evening. Oh, double, three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Press button one, speak to Eloise, she'll call you back. Simple as. Nation business, a modern piece of glasswork Down on the corner that you walk each day in passing The elderly says club won't ask with suspicion The whole of motor corporations giving its mission
is the absolute radio. <laughs> Roger's PC has frozen and he's losing control. Oh, you useless pile of s***. Poor Roger thinks his PC is the problem. Truth is, it is internet security slowing him down. <laughs> enough is enough. Titanium from Trend Micro is a whole new way to protect your PC. It stops web threats in the cloud before they reach you. And it uses less memory so your computer runs faster. <laughs> Someone should tell Roger. Titanium from Trend Micro. Available at Amazon, Argos, Curry's and PC World. Out now. More incredible blockbuster exclusive movies. Love gets complicated for Jennifer Lopez as a mom-to-be who meets the man of her dreams in the romantic comedy The Backup Plan. You gonna see him again? And see Nicolas Cage at his all-time best as a good cop turned bad in the utterly unmissable Bad Lieutenant, rated 18. You are crazy. Rent any three movies for just £10, including The Backup Plan and Bad Lieutenant, exclusively at Blockbuster on DVD or Blu-ray. Love films, hate waiting. You can't see these movies anywhere else for weeks, guaranteed. Only at Blockbuster in-store and online at blockbuster.co.uk. Membership's free. Auto Blast Repair. Auto Blast Replace. Gavin, 30. Technician for Autoglass. With a new school term this month, a lot of families have been thinking about the kids going back and certainly not about a chip windscreen. But like my customer at Autoglass found out, when that chip cracks on a school run, it can really ruin your day. She called us directly and I replaced the cracked windscreen. We have the largest range of vehicle glass in the UK and will go to wherever you are. She was pleased with that, but not having to pay her expensive insurance excess. It was the last thing she needed after buying uniforms and books. If she had just called Autoglass while it was still a chip, I could have repaired it quickly and conveniently. Best of all, if you fully comp, an Autoglass repair is usually free for you. Your insurer pays for it and it won't affect your no claims bonus. At least next time she'll know to outsmart any chips and get them repaired by Autoglass. Hang on a second. Class dismissed. Make just one call direct to Autoglass to get your chips repaired on 0800 234 234 or book online at autoglass.co.uk. Autoglass repair, Autoglass replace. Ian Lee. It's about love and life. And live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Right, so get this. Keith Lemon's supposed to phone us on the <laughs> studio. He's just phone... Keith? Yeah? You're on my mobile phone. Yeah, I'm not phone number, but no answers. And I phoned twice. <laughs> I didn't see the number. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you've got the right number. I've got the right number, Ian. I don't... I don't, <laughs> I don't think you've got the right number, Keith. What? I know. I don't think you've got the right number, Keith. I ain't got that number, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't think you've got the right number. That's what I'm saying. So what's the right number? <laughs> <laughs> have you got a pen? Can you hear me? Yes. Have you got a pen and paper? Yes, Keith. I've got a pen and paper. <laughs> right, the number O double three O. Or, should we just call you because I've got your number? All right, then. Save him some pennies. Because yeah. you've just called me. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm... Okay, you phone me then. <laughs> okay, speak to you in a minute. Him. He's good, isn't he? I, I fancy him. 
Do you? Oh, I'll set you up with him. Yeah. Let's go on a little date. I'll, I'll set you up with him. All right. Oh, what are you? You're not calling him off right. the phone again. You're calling him off your mobile. Hello? Is that Keith? Yeah, it's weird because I'm using my wrong ear. Normally I listen to you on my left ear, but you're on my right ear. And it's making me feel different. But I'm just phoning you on the number you gave me just to check that it's not the wrong number. But you're, 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 it is the wrong number because you're not calling on that number. I'm calling you now, can't you hear me? No, but I'm just, I've just called you. I've just called you from my mobile to make sure I've got the right number. I'm calling you on the number I was given it. It's, well, you've got... Someone's given you the wrong number. All right, hold on. Let me put you on my left ear. I put what? one down. Oh, you put... Phone, I've got two phones to me here. Hold on a second. The other phone's not ringing, though. You're giving me the wrong number, Ian? That's Eloise. But listen, let me call you from the... <laughs> le- I'm just checking I've got the right number. I'll call you from the studio in one second. All right, then. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. <laughs> I'm very be, confused. This is going to be hard work tonight. I don't know why. Who, who thought it was a good idea to get him on? Sorry, it's because I fancy him. Okay, well, uh, we can't just book people on the strength of. But that was like you gave me one guest of choice. And what that number was did mine. you give him? You've given him the wrong number. I gave him the, the XD number. Well, it's obviously. Got... Maybe in ch- communication, because oh. I went through someone else. Oh, they've dropped a number. Maybe. Hello, Keith Lemon speaking. How <laughs> may I help you? Keith, it's Ian Lee. Hi, Ian Lee. How are you, Keith Lemon? I'm all right, yeah, I just tried to phone you, but it won't go through. No, I think what happened is my producer, Eloise... No, don't blame me. ...gave you the wrong number. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a number again now... Okay. ...that I was given. Right. I'm on front of the computer, I've got to be quiet, because my bird's in bed. <laughs> oh, I've got bed, I've got, I've got bed voice. Can you tell I've got bed voice? It's very sexy. It's, it's sort of a bit husky, like, Demi Moore, isn't it? But I've got, yeah, I've just been making love, and I uh, said, so I've just got to go to work for a second. I felt like Batman. I'm just going to go to work. <laughs> that's the Joker. Yeah, no, that was me laughing, but that—he that, weren't doing impression, Ian. That was that, so that man, you know, like he's in bed with his burning. He says, "I'm gonna go to work." So that's what he says. I remember in the film with um, Kim Basinger, wasn't it? <laughs> remember? So you've got a girlfriend, have you, Keith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame, because Eloise, my producer, quite fancies you. It turns out that's the only reason she decided to book you. (laughs) All right, well, it's nothing serious. And and the girl knows that it's nothing serious. It's all right, because I've got another fella called Andre that I could go for instead, so... What, Peter Andre? No, his name's Andre from Basildon, and he's always drunk, and he always wants to take me on a ride in his Subaru. Do you know what? Hey, I've got a number... Those, I, we, don't read it out because I haven't got the number on me to tell you if it is or isn't the right number. We've yeah, just but has it got four, three, two in it and three, four, and all one in it? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but we've just called it's you. It's got now. 0207 in it. Yeah, it so must be the right one. You see, yeah, 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 you've got it wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> so Keith, is that wrong number? Yeah, that's the wrong number. And you'd have given me the wrong number. <laughs> Useless man. Useless. I'm sick of this. <laughs> Always give me the wrong number for things and dates. Good job you've got on, really. <sighs> Good job I had your personal phone number, didn't it? Exactly. And how did you get that, Keith? Well, I met you on um, Big Brother's Little Brothers. Oh, yeah, we did meet on Big Brother. Yeah, and you did that rap, didn't you? And they told you off for swearing. Oh, yeah, because it run through. I always swear, <laughs> and they panic, and you can see. What? Is, am I allowed to curse now? Not really, no. Oh, what then? Um, you can see their buttocks clench <laughs> um, every time I do a run-through. I always think, why do they ask me on these programmes where 
where they were. But they it, do. It was only the rehearsal, and the rap was very funny, and you would never do anything like that on live TV. because yeah, I'm professional. I'm professional on live TV, too. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm professional. Now, and I've been on this morning. I didn't say one bad thing. I said a few words to Ollie afterwards, but <laughs> not, not while I was on telly. Is there a new series of Celebrity Juiced? Yeah, it started last week. Where were you? I was, well, as I was, didn't get asked to be on the last series, I've, I've boycotted it. I don't boycott, I don't book, I don't book the guests. Well, you, you got some Everyone, say. Everyone's saying to me, get Justin Bieber on, get Justin <laughs> Bieber on. I said, I don't book guests and I don't think Justin Bieber's going to come on anyway, but Ooh, I am. Why would you want him on anyways? God, I'll just put lesbian community, I suppose. That <laughs> <laughs> like, like a cute little lesbian, isn't like cute ones? That was a little question to say something. So who, who I like him, that song. Baby, 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 I don't know that's the word. So who have you got, who have you got on this series? What what big stars have you got, Keith? Who did we have on um, last week? I don't know, we I didn't see Oliver, Oliver Lance, uh, who sang uh, I Want to Kiss Your Mouth Mouth. Oh, kiss, yeah. Kiss Your Mouth Mouth. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Your Mouth Mouth. She's good, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, you oh, she's tidy. I'm sorry, I, I can't say what I do, can I? Because I'm not allowed to say things. <laughs> you can't say that, though. Oh, I don't, I, I don't, I wouldn't do that then. I'd just make sweet love to her all night long. <laughs> I, just I, I, know, I know her personally, properly, not just by like, in a, a, t- a telly way. I know her camera as well. So she knows I'm joking. <laughs> I don't mean anything by it. I would make love to her. <laughs> she's, she's nice, yeah. Who, yeah. Else, who else did you uh, have on? Michelle Keegan. Who? Michelle Keegan, who um, plays Tina in Coronation Street, oh. makes sweet love to her as well. Okay. She's sort of, she's like brunette. She's got like hot dog legs. Love hot she. dog legs. Yeah, yeah, that's the same colour as hot dogs. <laughs> and we had Al Murray. Oh, he's um, good. The, the pub landlord. Yeah, but, I like Al. Um, that's a character he plays in real life. He's just called Al Murray, but not the pub landlord. Oh, okay, so he drops the pub and landlord. He's got low self-esteem, so he hides behind this a character. I don't which like this. hard because you can't. You want to talk to the real person and won't let you. You're one of them that stay in character all the time, but lucky for us, you want in character. It's, it's it good, was a good laugh, you know. Those characters can be quite hard work because you want to find out about the person, and they're just doing a silly voice and oh, you know, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, it does me brain in. Does yeah. me brain in. Nonsense. Right, way more of um, what we what's it called now? Gino De Campo. Oh yeah. From this morning, who does cooking? Oh yeah, but he's like that in real life, though, isn't he? No, 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 it's a character. <laughs> he's I've really him, from I've Wigan. Got to him He's not from Wakefield. Oh, I thought it. Oh, Wigan, oh, I thought. Terry. His name's real name, Terry. You, you get a few drinks down in me cat saying character. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It's not for cat saying character. Oh, dear. Not like Alma, he can do it for hours. <laughs> and, and anyone else you've got coming up that you know oh, about? On this week, um, this week we're doing two shows because of budget restraints of and the credit crunch. Yes. They're making us do two shows. Yeah. So I know one show has um, Richard Bacon on. Oh, he's good, I is, like him. Which is going to be good because his name's Bacon, but I'm going to be wearing a suit made out of bacon. Oh, Jesus. Not, not, not in accolades to him, um, but to um, Lady Gaga. Did you see her on MTV? Oh, she uh, had a, a, meat, a meat suit or something, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, she had a meat thing on. I was just putting on that tweetery thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, um, it just goes to prove that she is a lady um, because she had a meat purse. Will you hold my meat purse? And as we all know, men don't carry purses, do they? We have a wallet. So that goes to show it's proof to everyone out there. That she is indeed a lady. 
I thought you were just going to say that you saw a tuppence. <laughs> Can you say tuppence? Yeah, all you can time. say tuppence oh, as much as you like. No, I, I saw a lamb sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a piece curtains. <laughs> <laughs> right. And who else? Who else have you got on apart from Richard Bacon? Oh, oh you've got um, Jordan, aka Katie Price. Okay. And who else did they tell me that song? I can't remember for life of it. Keith, do you ever go, do you ever do any live shows? I think, I think Brian Ferry? Drowning. Oh, that name? Big Brother drowning. guy. Oh, one ultimate Big Brother. Oh yeah, Brian, Brian Drowning. Brian Drowning, yes. Yeah, I, he's on. He's on. I've met him. He's nice. I was hoping that uh, Nasty Nick was going to win because then that would be the vindication after ten years of, of being yeah, vilified. Yeah, would have been nice. That old Todd's face won, isn't it? Yeah. That'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> You've been close to. Got cheeks like toes. Yeah. <laughs> he's a nice fella, though. You can't, you can't, you can't diss him, but he's a nice bloke. He's not really nasty, he's nice. I've met him, he's nice. But I thought they could, if that was his his whole plan when he was cheating in the first series, was that he would come back ten years later and win, and it was just yeah. a very long con. Like he'd been into the future yeah. and foreseen that they were going to do an ultimate big cover. Yeah. And then, yeah, that would have been an amazing plan. <laughs> I wanted, what's his name, to go back in? Craig Phillips. <laughs> he did, he did go in. Which one was Craig? Nobody didn't go in properly, did he? He just built a, built a He built shed. a shed or something, didn't he? He's the one that yes. won it the first year. Do you remember... Do you remember? Well, wouldn't that have been nice, though? If he won the first one, then won the last one, that would have been nice. And, he, and, nice. He, and he, he came out and they were going to give him the money and expect it to go to charity, but this time he said, no, I'm keeping this for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's learned that he's, once you've done one thing for charity, that's it. Then you get my for the whole time I do something else. Do you? Well, you do this for charity. Well, you sell your own account for charity. <laughs> I've done for charity already. It's all my money now. <laughs> do you remember Craig Phillips' um, number five hit? What? At, At this time, time of year, year, you should have your family near. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant, wasn't it? It was a brilliant song. Look in the world. He should release another single. I'm going to, hopefully, fingers crossed, oh. I'm going to do a song with um, Paloma Faith. <laughs> I love Paloma. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do Jingle Balls. Jingle <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I bet it'll be brilliant. I, I texted her. I texted her and said, do you want to do a Christmas single? I'm due for one. Uh, and she said yes. She, yeah, she's up for Jingle Balls. I'm going to meet her when she's in America at the moment. She's going to give me a call when she's back. Fantastic. But I'm not even my... I'm giving, I'm giving you exciting chip here. Oh, this is exciting. Well, get, get the PR people PR to get people. this exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on tomorrow. the phone. We'll, we'll come in and, and do um, a live performance oh. of it once we've done That'd it. That'd be amazing. Come and do a session yeah. for us. Yeah. We've had Paloma in, so we'll just get yeah, you we'll made the set. I did a podcast thing with her. She, she, asked, she asked if I would be a judge on Britain's Next Top Tranny. <laughs> I, I, I said I would do. And then I re- looked on my schedule that I couldn't do it because it was on the same night as filming Celebrity Joe. Oh, no. I didn't tell her that. But then I said, well, you, can I phone you on one of these podcasty things? Yeah. And she said, well, why don't I come in? So she came in anyway. We did the podcast and then I told her I couldn't do it. <laughs> Just in case she will not come in. Dude, where, where can we get your podcast from then, Keith? On the iTunes thing? Oh, right. I tried to download one of them and it had broke. It weren't working. And that's another thing. They give me wrong numbers for phoning and then I record things and it doesn't even work and I told them it would block. Because <laughs> a lot of other people could do it down. They said, well, 10,000 people said it was all right, so it must be all right for them. <laughs> the people that are complaining must not have good computers. <laughs> they must have sections or Commodore 64. <laughs> Well, but yeah, I, I, I must I mean, have one of them albums. It, it works on my 
my computer. Well, can you send it to me then? Because I've still not been able to download it. <laughs> Is there something called a beancast or something? Something you got? Yeah. Uh, you got two guests. I forget who they are now. Is a, there's something on a bean thing. It's on there as well. And I had. Um, what did we do? Mikey Carroll, I think that's his name, who won lottery. And he spelled oh, it yeah, all yeah, on that's the one I couldn't what download. Did, what did he spell it, spend it on? Drugs. Oh, <laughs> he spent it on halls and gambling and drugs. And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't afraid to talk about it. He wasn't ashamed at all. He was just going, yeah, I had some halls and oh, I've got gambling. Yeah. And um, who else did we have? Samantha Fox on. Lovely. But little did I know, when I got home, I, I read that she had leprosy. <laughs> Not leprosy. What was it when you get bitten by a dog? Rabies. 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 <laughs> she had, because she got bitten by a dog <laughs> in Somalia or somewhere. And um, she had rabies. Now, I didn't know that. I think you've got a resp- If you've got rabies, you've got a responsibility to tell people, haven't you? Yeah. You or you can you usually tell them. by the foaming of the mouth. Before, before you kiss them, you should tell them I've got rabies. And they go, oh, just, um, then they can make a decision whether to kiss, kiss, kiss it or not. Kiss them or not. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I wouldn't kiss anyone with rabies. No. You might catch it. No. And I've got a job to do. I've got celebrity juice right up until Christmas. So I can't kiss rabies girls. <laughs> Keith, do you ever do any live shows? Well, what kind of... What kind of live shows? Like, shows? like concerts, you know, with singing and jokes and stuff, because you could probably fill out somewhere quite big, like Hammersmith Odeon or something. I don't know. I've, I've, I've never been approached for that sort of thing. But, yeah, I'd like to do that. I, I like singing and stuff. Not with this husky voice. No, no, you know, that's your bad I've voice. Got, I've me a um, drink of, what do they drink now? Honey and lemon and oh, ginger, don't they, yeah. Mike Carey and all them lot. That's what yeah. they drink, don't yeah. they? Yeah, I'd do that. It'd be nice. Well, okay, well, but, but I'm doing a workout video. <laughs> You know, for Christmas, when yeah. everyone turns into fat... Oh, no, it's <laughs> When they put a bit of timber on, when people put timber on, don't they, over Christmas, and they all go and buy... Um, they, yeah, a bit of fat. They, they all go and buy the workout DVD from Tesco's yeah. and Jane's yeah. and, and have the... Oh, impulse buying, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. I've been learning about PR. And um, so I met him one of them with a girl called Diane Berry. And who's she? She, she, she was... She, I thought she was called Eric because she she had a song out with called Eric Pride. Oh, she's called, that. Call on me. Yeah, call on me. Call on yeah. me. Call wow. on me. Call on, on me. Call on me. <laughs> call on me. Okay. Call on yeah, me. Okay. Don't know the rest yeah. of the words. So, um, but well, she was on that. Yeah. You'll do and anything to make money. He said, what, do you want to make a, a workout DVD for? I'm going to show that picture. And I went, all oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keith, listen, it's lovely to talk to you. All right, then. So do, do you want me to give you any advice for something? What do I do? It phone call? What am I doing? What's my role? <laughs> well, do you want to talk to... It is Ladies Week. Would you like to talk to some ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. Um, Rachel, you're through to Keith Lemon. Hello. Hello, Rachel. How's it going? Uh, yeah, all right. Good, thanks. Rachel, right, Rachel, before we carry on, Rachel, how old are you? Uh, 36. Okay. Just, you sound very young. I just thought I'd check that before Keith go- becomes inappropriate, but Keith can do what he wants now. Beg your pardon? Yeah, I'm not inappropriate with young girls. I don't. I have an age limit where I won't go. Okay, good. Go. I'm glad. Um, but you're through to Rachel. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Rachel's 36. Like you'll be fine. So you're through to Rachel, Keith. Well, I'm all right. I'm 31, so yeah, <laughs> you could teach me some things. All right. Well, what we, what's the lesson? <laughs> what lesson? Well, maybe I could teach you something. Well, I'm supposed to be teaching you jam, I think. Teaching me jam? <laughs> yeah. I'm well, a lady, and I can make jam. All right, how do you make it, then? 
Um, well, you go and find some blackberries. Yeah. Work, which are everywhere, wherever yeah. you live. Yeah, oh, a lot of place these days, aren't they? See them all over the place, don't you? <laughs> you take them home. Yeah. You run them under the tap. Yeah. You run them in the pan. Cover them yeah. with water. And then yeah. the expense is you have to buy some preserving sugar. But you bung Sh- that in and all. Preserving sugar. It's yeah. Bung it in, sugar. boil it up, simmer Where's it down, and then you go. normal sugar? No. What, what about that like, cooking bit where you have they do all little cake? Um, well, they do it everywhere, thing. you know. Huh? They do it everywhere. Is it in normal? You know, all different. No, no, no. Well, no, it's not your normal is it sugar. Is it near the normal sugar bit, though? Huh? Is, is it near the normal sugar bit, though? Preserving sugar? Yeah, no, it's Yeah, usually in a slightly golden packet. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, well, so there you go. Uh, well, thanks, I've learned something. Uh, uh, yeah. Excellent. I'll, um, go let me teach you something, baby. <laughs> go on, then. Um, well, I could teach you something if you were so good at me. Could you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet I could. I could teach you right. multiple things. Go on, then, dare you. That's, no, that's what I could teach you, multiples. You what? Multiples. Uh-huh. That's, you know, when you have fun more than once. Nah. And it happens all the time, I'm like, oh, that sort of thing. Nah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, it's right, right, right. Okay. Oh, what are you about it then? Bad play. You uh, don't want to go for a drink or anything? Hey, no. be about it. Huh? <laughs> Rachel, thank you very much. Where's she gone? She's gone now, kid. Do you I'm not telling you, no. She should run a gun with me, I'm telling you. <laughs> Victoria White, you're through to Keith Lemon. Hello. Hello, v- Victoria. Yeah. How's it going? Well, I'm, they asked me to phone in with a lady's poem. Eh? So I've got my lady's poem. You've got your lady's poem? Is that a euphemism? No, they asked me to phone in with a lady's poem. All right, go on, do your poem. Do your poem, then. Eh? Do it, then. Right, it's called The Brown-Eyed Lady. OK. The lady of my life never shuns strife. It doesn't matter what we face. She takes it in her stride and leaves it far behind. She knows how to cope with the difficulties in, with kindness in life, with kindness and with knowledge, and gently soothes your troubles away and fills you with courage. She has golden secrets in her heart, which flower as life unfolds. And when you reach the castles, what beauty you behold. Perhaps you could say I'm biased because she looks after my little lad. She's a wife, nanny and mom, which makes my heart glad. We really are friends who can't part, which makes me realise that the lady of my life is the lady of my heart. Well, I, I, what I suggest is you put a hip-hop beat on it and make it more contemporary, and I'm sure that'll be a, a top five hit for you. You what? Steady, steady. Steady. <laughs> steady on Victoria. She just swore. She just swore. I dumped it, so I don't think it went out. I'll, I'll just apologise to the younger listeners for the, for the dirty language of Victoria. She's got, a, she's got a lovely poem there. She's got the voice of an angel, but she's got the dialect of a tramp. <laughs> oh, dear. Keith, listen, it's lovely to talk to you. 
All right, well, I'll get back, I'll get back to the business then. <laughs> <laughs> best, of, best of luck with that. I hope it goes very well. Some girl over there wanted to do some weird stuff with me and wee on me, but I'm not having any of that. But not see through a week, I'll see you through a wind at Ian. Good night, Keith. Ta-da! Ta-da! We are Absolute Radio. Women want us, men want us too. You have a face for the radio. Frank Skinner, Dave Gorman and Christian O'Connell. Faces for radio, voices for entertainment. Absolute Radio. Every morning when you wake up. When John was driving his car along the open road, somebody crashed into the back and knocked him right out cold. But it wasn't his fault. He didn't do no wrong. If you've been injured in a road accident that wasn't your fault, call BGR Bloomer on 0800 1 777 because you could get compensation. BGR Bloomer, 0800 1 777 Homeowners, how about some extra freeness? Buy more than buildings insurance and your home contents cover is free. And if you don't make a claim, it stays free every time you renew. Call 0800 515 515 and you could get a 25% discount or even more when you visit morethan.com. At least 50% of customers achieve this discount. More than survey, March 2010. Offer can be withdrawn. Excludes optional extras. Terms and conditions apply. Calls may be recorded and monitored. <laughs> Roger's PC has frozen and he's losing control. Oh, you useless pile of s***! <laughs> Poor Roger. Thinks his PC is the problem. Truth is, it is internet security slowing him down. <laughs> enough is enough. Titanium from Trend Micro is a whole new way to protect your PC. It stops web threats in the cloud before they reach you. And it uses less memory so your computer runs faster. <laughs> Someone should tell Roger. Titanium from Trend Micro. Available at Amazon, Argos, Curry's and PC World. We are Absolute Radio. Women want us, men want us too. A falling star fell from your heart
with guests this evening we have the fantastic Keith Lemon on have you, have you got over your excitement Eloise just about honestly though it was so funny <laughs> I, I have to apologise some filthiness may have slipped through the, the filter there and if anyone was offended by anything that was said then then please complain to Keith Lemon's management and leave us well out of it you can see his celebrity juiced uh, pretty much all the time on ITV2 we've got another guest on the line now this is very exciting uh, it, it's Harry Shearer hello sir Hello, I was offended and I didn't even hear it. I bet you were, good god damn it. How are you doing? You're right. Oh, I'm I'm effing fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you start, for goodness sake. Don't you start. You've been all over the place. Someone was I, I missed this, but someone was telling me you were on Radio 4 recently interviewing Stephen Merchant. Yes, I was. And it a friend was, of mine said it was it was the most charming half hour of radio they'd heard in ages. Oh my god, well that's very nice. I haven't heard it yet. We recorded it way back last January. Oh really? That far? Uh, okay. So Stephen was ice cold at that time. Yeah. Uh, now he's of course uh, room temperature. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. that's uh, Harry. Do you live in England? Because you seem I, to be here all the time. I have a house here. Uh, my wife is a, uh, is a Brit, so we uh, we spend a lot of time here. But I spend more of my time in New Orleans these days. Okay. Now this well, this brings us round to um, look how I did that. You're, you're hey, listen, you've done this before, haven't you? <laughs> the, the the reason you're here is because you have made uh, a documentary, mm-hmm. uh, The Big Uneasy, and it's about um, the New Orleans flood. Yes, it's about why New Orleans flooded. Um, you know, uh, if you watch or listen to the, the most of the media uh, in the United States or even in this country, you think that, oh, big storm and city below sea level and uh, act of God, natural disaster. And, Are you saying uh, it's diff- that, that's not the reason? No, it turns out that's not. Um, there was a hurricane, obviously, and it did do uh, a lot of damage along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, about 100 miles southeast. Now, this was Hurricane Katrina, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Uh, by the time it got to New Orleans, it was uh, well, well um, weakened, and um, two independent investigations run out of two universities in the United States concluded um, unanimously, in the words of one, that this was the greatest man-made engineering catastrophe since Chernobyl. Now, Chernobyl's the big leagues. You want to well, get yeah. relegated out of that. You well, know? yeah, you don't, you, you don't be playing with those boys. So what? Yes, that's right. So, so you're saying, what, it was the, the way the city was designed, the way the buildings were built that no, was the problem? No, it was the way, uh, uh, in 1965, uh, after a hurricane, 
which flooded 20% of the city, uh, the United States Congress ordered a protection system to be built. And uh, over the next four and a half decades, a, quote, hurricane protection system was built. And it failed catastrophically right. under conditions that it was supposed to withstand. And that's what resulted in the flooding of New Orleans. So basically, a system that was built to protect the city instead ended up nearly killing it. And so the film follows uh, the two leaders of those two investigations, as well as a whistleblower inside the agency that is building the new improved system who says that it's riddled with a, a flaw so serious that it may... Um, may result in the same thing happening. And why is it flawed? Is it um, lack of investment? Is it people going, it's only New Orleans, that place doesn't matter? What's, what, why is it? Well, you know, uh, I, I don't get into the question of why very much okay. because uh, I, I, I can't be a mind reader. We do talk in the film about why this agency is the way it is, which is because the United States Congress likes it that way. It basically uh operates when a congressman says oh i'd like a dam i'd like a bridge i'd like a canal in my district they say yes sir how deep and then the guy comes back at election time and says look at this dam i got you people right. so they they serve at the at the uh pleasure so-called of congress so that's the way we do uh our our water projects in the in the united states it's called pork barrel and we do one pork barrel project at a time um this particular agency is in the Army, and uh, it raises the question which I, I, I have after I've made this film, which is, is the smartest place to put a, a, an agency tasked with protecting people inside an agency that's tasked with killing people? Mm. It does seem a kind of a paradox. How, how involved with the film were you? I mean, were you there? Were you directing it? Were you there doing all the interviews? Or did you kind of come in later and just you did the voiceover? No, I'm, I'm the director. You're there, I'm okay. The, I'm the interviewer. I'm the everything. I, I made this film because I, um, almost about a year ago, I was sitting here in, the, in my house in London watching President Obama in New Orleans on his first visit there, calling it a natural disaster, and my right. head exploded because I realized... He's too smart to say this and not know better. Um, New Orleans is about to lose control of the story of its own near destruction. Yeah. And I had to do something, so I did this. Obama, a bit of a disappointment? Well, on this score, yeah. I mean, uh, he came to New Orleans again on the fifth anniversary a couple of weeks ago and called it a national mm. disaster. That's uh, you got to give him credit for balls, <laughs> uh, but not much else. Now, uh, now um, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Some people might say you're a conspiracy theorist. Next, you're going to make a film about the, the, the government blowing up the twin towers themselves. Is is there any credence to that that argument? No, because this is not my theory. Right. This is this is what two independent uh, investigative teams out of prominent universities in the United States, made up of the preeminent experts in going in and examining disasters after they happen. Uh, these are the conclusions they came to. It's been on the public record for four years. It's not anything I had to go dig up. Uh, people in New Orleans have been uh, uh, privy to all of this information. Yeah. It's been leaked out from time to time during this period of time. But the American media just have decided that this was not interesting or, or, or relevant to them. And the whistleblower that I have from inside the Corps of Engineers is uh, has been vetted by an agency of the United States government, mm. and her her allegations as to the insufficiency of the new pumps has been 
uh, supported by an in- independent investigation. So none of this is what I think. I don't know anything. I'm the voice of, the, of characters in The Simpsons. But this is what the people who... The film is full of people who know what they're talking about. And the people from New Orleans, when, the, when the, they, they heard this, or they the, the, what's their reaction to this? It's been amazing. You know, I assumed the people in New Orleans, because of the, of the news coverage down there, really knew all of this stuff. They've kind of been stunned when they see it all put together in an hour and a half, because mm. uh, it's been day-to-day and drip, 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 and all of a sudden it's sort of shocking. And also the whistleblower has never really been covered by, by the New Orleans media for whatever reason. So uh, they've been a, 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 a sort of the premier New Orleans cha- uh, radio chat show host. I saw him in the, in the theater the night that mm. it premiered, and I could see steam coming out of his ears, and he came up to me afterwards and said, you're coming on for the whole three hours tomorrow. Uh, this is unbelievable. So, and by that he meant it was outrageous. Oh, he, uh, yeah, okay. He wasn't angry with, with you. I'm no. going to come on and rip you up. I believe there's an American phrase, tear you a new asshole, which yeah. is... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> now, see, I'm offended all over again. <laughs> but when, when he said unbelievable, he didn't mean that it, no. he could not believe it. He meant that this was just shocking that uh, all this is, is going on. Um, and, and people in New Orleans are, are, are really... I think uh, outraged all over again. I mean, this this was a a system which was supposed to have protected the city, and instead it almost destroyed the city. It made it worse. Yeah, it is it is incredible. Have you? I know you have. You are, um, and people will. Lazy people will know you as voices of the Simpsons. And um, oh, and great people will too. Oh, of course, of course. And lovely, and, lovely, lovely people. And Spinal Tap as yes. well, which is my uh, my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Thank you. Uh, but it, uh, you are poli- politically minded. I know you do your podcast, which I, I think you can get up on on the iTunes. Yes, sir. That have a political for bent for free. I give it away. You're a fool, I'm Mr. Shearer. Yeah. Um, but so is this the first kind of sit straight documentary you've done? Yes. I've done all these, I've been in all these mock documentaries, starting with Spinal Tap and A Mighty Wind and For Your Consideration, but this is the first time. I did a, a, a series of five portraits of New Orleanians after the flood yeah. uh, on uh, an online um, video uh, site called mydamnchannel.com. So that was really the first time I did anything kind of seriously documentary, but yeah, this was. As I say, when I saw President Obama say that, I realized that um, it required somebody to just go out and do this, mm. and uh, I was the only person in the room, so when I raised my hand, it, <clears> I, I was selected. You, you, you took, everyone took a step back, and you were just stood there. Well, the film is, is The Big Uneasy. It's at the Curzon on Shaftesbury Avenue this Wednesday at 6.30. Yes, it's part of their documentary season. And I'm assuming at some point it'll get a DVD release as well. Yes, of course, and I'll be there to answer questions afterwards, so... Uh, there's, there's a little there's a little meat bait for me. Mm, there, you, there you go. You see, yeah. uh, I, you, you talk about your fans and stuff. I'm guessing so, uh, most of them, 99, percent I'm sure, are lovely. There must be the one percent though. They're a little bit um, no. You intense. know, I get, I get I have great fans. Uh, part of it is because I do so many different things that um, you don't get people who are obsessive about that one okay. thing you do. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm very very fortunate. I'm yeah. sorry though to hear that the, um, a, a caller to our show, Barry from Watford, has latched on to you. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, is he on now? He's he's not on now, which oh, is which is. Thank God. I know we we've deliberately kept him away. Yeah, it's, you know, I, you you only encounter him on the phone, right? Yeah, you've, you've so you don't really get the the odor. No, I've I've met him once. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, there's a there's a 
Is it mothballs? What do you think? Yeah, moth, it's, it's, it's mothballs and piss, I think, is probably... Ah, okay. That was the other ingredient. That was the other ingredient. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, and I'm glad I couldn't. <laughs> you could. And, yeah. and finally, one quick question. Just, this is just coming from me. Uh, uh, Christopher Guest and Michael McKeon, are you going to be doing anything with those guys again? Well, I hear word from Christopher that we're going to do another uh, one of his films. Uh, he's working on an idea. Beautiful. So, um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Harry Shearer, listen, the, the big uneasy, it's at the Curzon Cinema, Shaftesbury Avenue, 6.30 uh, on Wednesday. Harry, uh, feel free to, to give us a call and pop in any time you want, sir, and best of luck with that film. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank so you much. very much, sir. There we go. Fantastic. What a show we're having this evening. Uh, Verinda, Habiba, Chavi, Vicky, Charlie, we will get to you after Coldplay. Bones sinking like stones, all that we fall for. Homes, places we've grown, all of us are done for. Radio. Women want us, men want us too. Wake up beside men whose faces would make you scream in shock horror. Frank Skinner, Dave Gorman, and Christian O'Connell. Faces for radio, voices for entertainment. Absolute radio. Every morning when you wake up. I'm spiffing Krabby's barbecue adventure. Look here, Amy. Stop nibbling Jonathan's sausage. But Jonathan's is much nicer than yours. Jonathan, would you give me a hand with my bats? Rather. They're spilling out all over the place. I can't wait to get my sizzling sausage on one of those. It'll be wizard. Just like my Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer. Crammed full of jolly nice herbs and spices and served over ice with a slice. Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer. Refreshing ginger beer only for grown-ups. Oh, my backs are getting all wet. Hard Rock Cafe presents the Bangles, Beverly Knight and Amy McDonald. We've lost it tonight. We've lost it tonight. 
Three incredible acts, one unforgettable evening. Live at Indigo Tea this October in aid of the Karen Keating Foundation. Get your tickets now from ticketmaster.co.uk. Bangles, Beverly Knight and Amy McDonald. Live at Indigo Tea. up for the new Halo Reach. No, not Halo Reach. What is it? It's Halo... Is it Reach? No. What's the new Halo game called, Eloise? You're asking completely the wrong person. You know I don't care about any it, of that stuff. I think it's, Is it Halo Reach or is that... Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. I've just had a text from Keith Lemon saying uh, that poem was amazing. He liked the poem. She dropped the... If you want to hear the... F- I had to use the dump button twice... 
on that interview with Keith Lemon. Once because he said something that was way too vulgar to broadcast, and again because the um, poet's lady, Victoria White, dropped the F-bomb. So uh, because of that, I had to use... If you want to hear the full unedited thing, does the, pod- oh, the podcast cuts the dumps out now, doesn't it? Oh, sorry, Eloise, what? It doesn't cut it, the it d- doesn't. dumps out. But also, I'm going to make it as the Best Bits podcast, okay, so, so that definitely won't have it. Download the podcast and you will, you will hear. Um, oh, I should do this, really. If you missed the show on Thursday... Should have done it at the top of the show, I apologise. <laughs> sounded a bit like this. Previously on the Indisha. I was in right poses about it, not Do you ever defend men? Maybe you like to, really. Maybe, uh, maybe he does. I've seen his penis. Uh, I want to say Ghostbusters to... So what's your beef? Knickers and knockers and big wobbly boobs. Woohoo! You're whipped. You're whipped? No, 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 uh, you're whipped. Why, I want to know why you banned me. And I've, um, I've cured my Tourette. We can either do this like men... But you always take the woman's side. Freedom of speech. Hello, Ian Lee. I've got to go because I need to have a wee. But now I'm going to pass you on to my friend Bernie B. What, what uh, insightful topic have you stolen from TalkSport Radio for us this evening? Yeah, word of mouth. That's why I've had sex with a woman, and you've not. I'll be taking that on board then. Is it the, the woman who's facing you with the dark, curled hair? It's a bit strange, isn't it? Have you ever seen the... The human centipede. Keep listening and don't forget to download the podcast. <laughs> so tomorrow's show, day two of Ladies Week, uh, we've got Lisa Faulkner coming on. We have. Who She's actually coming in. I'm very excited. And so I te- she said, oh, I've made you some... She tweeted me, I've made you some jam. Mm-hmm. I tweeted back, fantastic, very kind, looking forward to meeting you at last, because we tweet each other occasionally. She's tweeted back, um, we have met before. Uh-oh. You interviewed me on Rise for Spooks. It was a long time ago. Just tell her that that was when you had problems. <laughs> well, I did. I wrote back saying I was a little bit distracted that year. I was drunk, so uh, hopefully that will she'll accept that. Uh, as that's the worst thing. We have met before. Oh Jesus! Ah! You, you may well get a phone call tomorrow from our agent saying Lisa's busy this evening. I'm afraid she wouldn't be unable to come in oh, to the studio. Direct messenger. Oh no! Oh God! And tell her that you were drunk. I was drunk, Lisa. All that. Okay, so she's coming in tomorrow, which is very exciting. Thursday hopefully. we have the uh, hopefully uh, we have the listener. What's her name? Chantelle. Sherilyn. 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 Vanessa the, Gordon, the angel won the, fairy. Uh, listeners' competition to come in and be a guest. Yeah, which is exciting. And we may have um, in a few weeks when I come back from my holiday. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember the lady's name. I just played the, the, the song I played at the top of the show. Well, we've got Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, we've got. Um, when is Bare Naked Ladies going to go out? That will. Probably... Well, I'm going to try and edit it for Ooh, that night. That would be awesome if you could. Yeah, I'm going to try. That would be awesome. So, so Bare Naked Ladies, possibly. Otherwise, Thursday. we won't have it for another two weeks. I know. Oh, I'm very excited about that. I forgot about that, and I was looking in my diary, thinking, "What am I doing Thursday? Oh, Thursday, I'm seeing the Bare Naked Ladies." But Margot Guyan, who is the lady I played at the very top of the show at eleven o'clock, that, that sweet song, um, uh, Timothy Gone, is this. Uh, She's the lady I was telling you about where I downloaded this obscure album from 1968. Uh, and then she started tweeting me, saying, oh, I'm glad you like the record. And she's hopefully going to come on the show and come back from holiday on, on the phone, live from Los Angeles, which would be um, absolutely delightful. So we're looking forward to that. I like this kind of show, this sort of five live format where we mm. have guests for ten minutes and then we talk to another guest and we have a little bit of light-hearted stuff, then a bit of serious stuff like we yeah. did with Harry. And I like that. Maybe we should do that more often. Yeah. Why are you saying it like that? Like, yeah, I agree. 
But? It's so hard. If I didn't have two other jobs at this station, it probably wouldn't be as hard. But I do, Ian. I do. You could stop polishing the executive's helmets and um, (laughs) cycle helmets, steady on, steady on, and do do some more work on this show. If they gave me time to, I could. Oh, hang on a minute. Victoria White, what do you want? Oh, I just rang to say sorry for swearing. That's all right, my love. The po- Keith Lemon texted me. He thought the poem was amazing. Oh, I'm sorry I swore, but I've had a bit of a rough night. Okay, well, don't worry, love. It's fine. You're not banned or anything. A celebrity likes your poem. Does he? Yes. What does he like about it? The words, I think. Uh-huh. There we go. That's that's done. <laughs> Great reaction. We've got calls that have been here for ages. Let's go through these uh, from top to bottom. Charlie in Hillington. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Welcome to Ladies Week. I'm so sorry for keeping you waiting. Are you all right? I've been shaving my legs after being waiting. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Now, are you an IMAC girl, electric or wet? Um, Well, I had to go with a razor because um, normally I use an epilator, but, um, well, it broke. (laughs) Now, are you, Charlie, do you have a gentleman living with you? I don't know. Okay, so the, which, the, the good thing from that, Mitt, is that you don't borrow his razor to shave your legs. That's the worst thing you girls do. <laughs> I hate it when my wife does it, because hey, leg hairs are different to face hairs, and one shave on the legs knackers the razor. Well, men's razors are cheaper than ladies' razors. I couldn't give a stuff. Don't use my razors. That means when I go and have a shave, <laughs> I hack my face to pieces. <laughs> bad. Bad, Charlie. Bad, Charlie. <laughs> Now, listen, you've called in. Are you a freegan? Well, no, but, um, people... It's been around for years. I can't believe none of you lot have heard about it. I, I, not really, it no. Must, it must be a northern thing. Oh, God. So, but do, so how do you know about it? Well, I've worked in loads of supermarkets. Right. And so, obviously, um, you get them every now and again. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the difference are tramps. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, like you say, they are better dressed, but the thing is... There's so much food that gets thrown out by supermarkets. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, obviously, no one's going to start sucking into some rotten meat. No. Um, but it's loads and loads and loads of food gets thrown out. Well, oh, there's nothing listen, wrong with it. I totally agree with you. Well, it's funny enough, I was talking to my wife about this at the weekend, about what happens to all the food that gets chucked away, and she's going, well, why don't they give it to people? And it's like, well, they don't. They're supermarkets. And I think maybe a couple of supermarkets do have a little scheme where they give them to, like... No, but... The thing is, um, it's also the food safety laws and stuff oh, about that. Geez. Now they're not allowed to. Oh, really? It all has to get destroyed. And then um, sometimes, um, like, for instance, I've worked in a few, like, shops that also sell sandwiches, like, yeah. and super jug of wet to both of them, so I can mention both. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. And the thing is, <laughs> um, sometimes their sandwiches go out a day and sometimes you can have a few pickings at them and sling them in the freezer. Right. And the farm. You know, so I think I'm sort of a freegan in a way because but I work there at the same time. So. But listen, listen. I, when I when I used to work in B jams, as it was then, um, I, I used to, you know, you I would get all the stuff that was going out of date that day, and you know, you, it, that's fine. But but you you've got to admit it's pretty weird jumping into a giant skip or a biffa bin and getting a packet of sandwiches that are out of date. That's weird, isn't it? Well, it- well, yeah, but... Because it's been I mean, in the bin, Charlie. I know, but considering it's, we've been in a recession... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, every little out. I, well, there we go, you say, and I'm sure they do excellent. But Charlie, I tell you what confuses me there. You know you can freeze milk. Yeah. Right. So you've got some milk, and let's say the, the date on the milk is the 15th of September. Yeah. But then you freeze it. Yeah. Then when you defrost it, 
How long is it fresh for? Because you say you defrost I it. I want like, to know this. You defrost it like the the, the end of October. Yeah. Then I'm confused because well, then you're just going by pure randomness. Yeah. Well, whenever you freeze anything, um, even if something's not scalded, it as soon as it's fully thawed, you've got to drink it in that same day. No, you because haven't. You have because what? um the bacteria. Um, I, already, I mean, all right, you've frozen bacteria that was already building up. Oh, but God. then as it's warmed up again and it's defrosted, that bacteria is still there and new ones produce Because I thought... So whenever you defrost anything, yeah. you've got to eat it that same day. Because I thought, saying it, say it's the 14th of September today and you buy something that goes out on the 18th and I freeze yeah. it today, oh, I assume yeah. that when I defrosted it in two months' time, I would still have four days Well, I think left. when you cook it, you do, don't you? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused. Hang on a minute. Um, if, if something goes out... Lives are at risk here, Charlie. Lives are at risk. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy something and it's going off on that day... Yeah. But when it says best before... I mean, well, use by. If it says use by, yes. freeze it that day. Yeah. Um, best before yeah. and sell by, they have no legal standing whatsoever. No. I mean, you get best before on cans of beans, but you can yeah. eat them for years afterwards. Cans of beans, cans of beans no will last forever. That. Yeah, exactly. Last forever. Yeah, and chocolate as well. People say, oh, chocolate goes off, but it doesn't. I mean, it it's, I mean, it's so it full of sugar. Yeah, it doesn't. It stays fresh forever. And yeah, jam, exactly. jam should stay fresh for, uh, for, for yeah, ever as well, because there's so much sugar in it. Exactly. I mean, if um, another bit of food in some house is, if, huh? um, if sugar is listed in, in the first two words of the ingredients list, that means it's basically sugar, so you can keep it for however long you want. Charlie, listen, thank you very mu- much for that. You sort of... Didn't really clear it up. Was that a man putting on a lady's voice? No, I think she might have had a, a poor throat. Oh, poorly throat. Okay, I'm still I'm still confused about the milk though. Uh, what did she say about the milk? That I, you have to use it in that day once it's defrosted. Yeah, but then she. I think you she's don't. confused with cooking. You yeah. don't. You don't. You don't. You don't have to do that. You don't. Uh, we've got Chubby Vicky, we've got Habiba, we've got Verinda. O double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. It's Ladies Special Day One. Vinny's a lady, by the way. Of course. We we have uh, he sat on the Pope chair and was examined that way. We'll have a ten minute men's corner as well. Probably the last ten minutes of the show, I should imagine. Mark Crosley on at one o'clock. Yes, why not? Yeah. O double three oh one two three twelve fifteen.
This is the, this is there, this is your, your, your absolute radio. Beards and Faithless present Feeling Good, the special edition Punto Evo, inspired by the band's latest single. Everything about the car is feeling good, from the sports alloys and metallic paint, right down to the hands-free multimedia system. It even has a little button on the steering wheel to crank up the music. The three-door special edition Punto Evo Feeling Good, 9595. Visit your Fiat dealer or book a test drive today at fiat.co.uk. Call 0800-3428-0000 for participating dealers. Out now, more incredible blockbuster exclusive movies. Love gets complicated for Jennifer Lopez as a mom-to-be who meets the man of her dreams in the romantic comedy The Backup Plan. You going to see him again? Think so. And see Nicolas Cage at his all-time best as a good cop turned bad in the utterly unmissable Bad Lieutenant, rated 18. You are crazy. <laughs> Rent any three movies for just £10, including The Backup Plan and Bad Lieutenant, exclusively at Blockbuster on DVD or Blu-ray. Love films, hate waiting. You can't see these movies anywhere else for weeks, guaranteed. Only at Blockbuster in-store and online at blockbuster.co.uk. Membership's free.
What's not nice, Vicky? <laughs> my daughter's camera on her phone. Were you listening to all of that? Did you hear my expletives and stuff? Neither. You were, weren't you? How is your daughter? Just hang on. What? Oh, hello. What? How? Hello? That's not how you answer, answer a phone. Sorry, I didn't... I was caught off guard. Have you been drinking with your mother? No. How old are you? She didn't drink, she's teetotal. How old are you now? Fifteen. How, and what's your name? Jessica. Jessica, okay. Well, um, listen, let's, let's do this properly. Let's let's start this phone call again. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Ian. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, fine. What did you learn at school today? I didn't go to school. I'm doing work experience. Yeah, but... A.K.A. bunking off. Where are you no. doing... Yeah, come on. You didn't really do any work. Make yeah, it... I do, actually. I work my butt off. Make it... Work your butt off? Jeez, yeah. you kids make me want to eat my own fingers. Making cups of tea for the boss does not constitute a job. Where... I, I'm, I'm doing it at a school. And I'm, I'm doing loads of work. I'm You're doing work experience at school? At a school, a primary, an infant school. Okay, doing what? Like helping out the children with the children and photocopying and stuff. But it's good. Photocopying, come on. I, come good. on, photocopying. I'm, I'm really good with the children. Photocopying, you just lift up a flap, put some paper in and press a button. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. That's easy, that bit. Yeah, but then... How old are the kids that you're with? Um, five. They're, fu- they're fun, aren't they? Yeah, one of them drew me a picture, like, two of them drew, drew a picture of me today, painted. Were they any good or were they a bit rubbish? A bit rubbish. Of course they are the kids. But it's, it's the effort, isn't it? Yeah. How do they teach kids to read now? Because I sat in, um, earlier in the year, I sat in on uh, a, a, a lesson at primary school where they were teaching five-year-olds to read. And they do it a weird way now, don't they? Uh, well, uh, I just, I, um, I got to teach them one of them how to read today. You taught a child how to read? Yeah. But how do they do it now? They do it all like... Uh, they don't do it like A A for apple, B for ball. They it's do all... like A for whatever. Yeah, it's really... Okay. They just, it doesn't sound right, though. Listen to, listen to your mum go, Abba Yeah, I think she could have worked that out, Vicky. <laughs> She's not stupid. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, does it? No. I just, I sound like an idiot when I'm saying it as well. I know. I, let's, let's see in 20 years' time, 15, 20 years' time, let's see if we have a, a generation of thickos who can't read. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to be a teacher? Yeah. I couldn't, uh, I, I, I'm kind of, uh, often look over at possibly doing teaching, but I couldn't do it for teenagers, because I know, you're 15, yeah? yeah? I remember what a little sod I was at the age of 15 years old. I'm good. I don't believe it. I am. I don't believe it. I don't. I no, I don't believe it. I don't think there are any good 15-year-olds. Well, no, I'm not, obviously I'm not, not good. Yeah, I'm a good 15-year-old. You're not a SWAT. Huh? Are you a SWAT? Am I a SWAT? Yeah. I don't know what that means. You don't know what SWAT means? Vicky, shut up. I'm talking to your daughter. <laughs> Say, shut up, Mum. Shut up, Mum. Uh, you don't know what a SWAT is? No. Bumlick. Oh, right, no. No, you're not no. one of them. Okay. I'm... No, I'm just... I'm not, cle- I'm not gre- majorly clever. <laughs> I'm not clever, you're going to say. Oh, bless you, Jessica. I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you are. But, um, but I don't think... That, that there are any good 15-year-olds. Because when you're 15, you've got hormones racing through you, your body's growing and doing weird things, and you are going to be naughty and you're going to mess around. And that's fine. But I couldn't, I couldn't work with a load of 15-year-olds. I'd hate it. No. Sorry. That's all right. Come and talk to me when you're 18 and then maybe we can, you know, we can sort something out. Because then you'll have calmed down by then. Yeah, maybe. What's it like having Vicky as your mum? Oh, it's all right. Is she all right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the most annoying? Could be better, but you don't have family. Of course. You? What's the most annoying thing she does? <laughs> most annoying thing, just like randomly having a go at me. Like we oh, could just—it could be a fine day, and then randomly she just start having a go at me. Yeah. 
Shut up! Shut up, Mum! Conversation with him. Not We're you. in a grown-up conversation. Unbelievable. And when you're on the phone to like boys and stuff, is she always kind of looking over your shoulder? Shut up! Pardon? When you're on the phone to boys and your friends and stuff, is she always looking over your shoulder and... Yeah, that's annoying. Unbelievable. Thing. You've got it easy, though. When I was a kid, we used to uh, we used to have one phone, and the phone was, like, in the living room. So if I had to phone anyone up, my mum would be there. And uh, then... It wasn't wireless, was it? No, it, was, it wasn't wireless. And then when we got a bit older, um, we had a second phone line installed, but it was installed in my mum's bedroom. So if I wanted to phone up girls or, or friends and have, like, a private conversation, I'd have to go, Mum, can I use your phone upstairs, please? And sometimes she'd say yes... Sometimes she would say no. And also, if I was upstairs on the phone, sometimes you'd hear a little click, and that would be my mum picking up the phone downstairs to listen in. Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's unbelievable. I, that, I would kill her. Well, I would never kill it's my mum. It's an invasion of privacy. I would, yeah, it's not worth committing matricide. No, over, yeah, though, maybe not worth killing. Not, but, well, yeah. not worth uh, killing at all. Maybe a strong wording to a, st- a strong wording to... Doesn't even make sense, but yeah. It, no, it makes perfect sense. I understand exactly what that means. Thank you. Well, Jessica, anything else? No. Okay, well, we'll say goodnight then. Okay, goodnight. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. I don't know if he's hung up. Hello? Yeah, he's hung up. Yeah, yay. <laughs> yay! Let's go to Verinda. Hello, Verinda. All right. All right? Yeah. All right, <clears throat> I just, uh... <clears throat> I called in. I know you did. Uh, I'm talking to you. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> I've got a sore throat. I've got a sore throat, OK, and I've got a cold. Now, the moment I get a cold, I always go for um, cough sweets, sprays, cough... I go for medicines, right? This time, I'm going to try and deal with it au naturel and see if it gets better quicker. Do you really think I care? No. No, uh, I don't, young lady. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I don't think I have told you this before, right? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Could you stop doing that, please? That's really horrible. Why? Well, you coughing in my ear is quite unpleasant. Okay, okay. Thank you. Um, I have. I am. Do a... you when you shave your legs? Yeah. Do you use your razor or your boyfriend's? No, I'm a lesbian. Do you think no. I care? No, no. Uh, yeah, I think you do. Uh, no, I use my own. OK. What's your point? I, I use... Uh, I don't actually use razors. I use little strippers. <laughs> strippers? Little strippers? So do you get little strippers to come around and do it for you? <laughs> no. And then you put a fiver in their stockings? Uh, well, you you stick at them against your legs. You mean IMAC? Oh, yeah, well, that's right. OK. <coughs> anyway, miss, what can we do for you this evening? Yeah, um, I was just wondering, I'm a, a human rights activist as well, right? <laughs> as, as well as what? As a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm very disappointed that you only have uh, ladies on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, it should be equal rights, right? <laughs> but we're going to have a... Te- equal, it should be equal rights, right? Yeah. We're going to have a, a ten-minute men's corner in about 20 minutes. Oh, that's like saying, like, uh, when women do... Well, uh, what? Um, it's like what? It's like uh, saying when, back in the day when the women did a vote, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they used to uh, come in uh, with their husbands. So 
put it into the voting booth, so that was enough for them. Yeah. So it's like the same similar sort of thing. That it's like a, you have this in men's corner, right? But the thing is, the show is dominated by men. Now, that may turn you on, but for some people, that's a turn off. And so we thought it would be nice if we gave a whole week over to the finer form. No, no, no. It's, it's women's problem if they don't phone in. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you phone in and you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of the, uh, So people, should, more women should be like me. They should be, you're right. I ain't calling in. It's not. It's not my fault that uh, or anyone else's fault that the women don't call in. You're. You're. And men do. You, <laughs> do you prefer the men or the women callers? <coughs> you know, like I said, uh, yes, equal a... rights. Okay. So you, okay. Well, Verinda, I'll, I'll take that on board and completely ignore it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Habiba. Hello, Ian. How are you? Habiba, baby. I love ya. Oh, I love you too. But I have to say, I agree with Verinda on this one. What? I'm missing the boys. Really? Yeah. Whoa! Come on, it's only I a week. I love Keith Lemon. He was I mean, good, wasn't sexy. he? Yeah, he's lovely. But the thing is, in the first hour, we did have boys. We had Keith Lennon, Lemon, Keith Lennon, Keith Lemon and Harry Shearer. So we did have boys. Oh. Yeah, but I'm missing the callers. But it, I know you've got a gentleman's corner, but... It's nice to have a, a, no, a few lads interspersed between us ladies. Are you... Oh, dear me. So, are, are you, we've got a whole week of this, Habib. Are you saying that this is a bad idea? I'm saying you might need a little bit longer than ten minutes. OK. Well, let, uh, OK, well, let's see. We'll, we will have the gentleman on in about ten minutes' time, uh, and we'll see what they say about it, shall we? Yes, you do that. Are you all right, Habib? Have you been smoking weed? No. You just sound a bit stoned. No, I'm very tired, though. Is it a busy day? Oh, an incredibly busy day. Really? Do you get, for those who don't know, you're you're an undertaker, right? Yeah, we got 13 from over the weekend. Oh, really? Yep. 13 will come in pretty much all at once? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Are there, I'm going to ask you a question that may sound silly, but in my head it sounds sensible. Are there periods throughout the year, are there trends throughout the year when you are busy at more times and less busy at other times? The, the, and, and do these trends follow a pattern? Like, so for example, every year, every August it's really busy and then it quietens down a bit in September. Or is it completely random on the veranda? Yeah, random. Oh, OK. okay. Really random. Yeah. Dear we were me. really quiet last week and this week we are uh, really busy. And do you ever get so busy that you have to turn people away or do you accept everyone? Yes. You turn people away? We've had to, yeah. And how does that go down? If someone comes in and they're obviously very upset and, you know, they've, they've got a loved one or, you know, a family member that needs uh, attending to, uh, how do they take the news that you're too busy for them? <laughs> well, um, it very rarely happens. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't laugh, I wouldn't laugh when you say it to them, Abiba. That won't sure. go down well. Sorry. But um, we will try and find somebody else that can do it for them. Right. Um, we often hire in drivers, but... You need more than just a driver there. You need someone to actually conduct the funeral, and, yeah. and, and that, that can be uh, a bit... Tr- yeah. uh, it just depends, really. But okay. um, we try not to, but, you know, we can only do what we can do. Yeah. All right, yeah. Habib, but, well, listen, I, I, again, I've, I, like I said to Verinda, I've taken on board what you said, and I'm going to ignore it. This week is Ladies' oh. Week. Well, it's Ladies' oh. Week. And then I'm off for two weeks, uh, but then... Oh, no, I know! 
that's not fair. And what, why? I need a holiday. You've had... No, I'm not being funny. I know you, you've had congratulations on, on becoming a daddy. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, but, uh, um... We're not getting enough podcasts. Well, I've been ill. I was ill the other week. You can't begrudge me that. Yeah, but you could still talk. You could have done it from home or, or done uh, I a, a, a two reasons. I couldn't. For two reasons. One, I was in agony. The other reason, I was oh, off... Oh, you got a baby. I was off yeah. my face. And you had a baby as well. Well, the baby was ages oh. ago. The baby's eight months old now. Yeah, but you've still got to look after him. Ah, he's fine. They can look after themselves at that age. <laughs> they can look after themselves. Very independent, those babies. Well, congratulations to you and Fandango. Thank and I'll speak to you soon. Habiba, by the way, I'm on Cundine with me tomorrow night. Oh, I'll be watching. Thank you very much, Habiba. That's right, 8 o'clock tomorrow evening, uh, Channel 4, come dine with me. I'm, I'm dreading it. I wasn't going to watch it, but I, I think I probably will. Now, it's going to be... Um, it was an awful week. We can talk about it tomorrow if you want. Watch it. Phone up tomorrow, ask me any questions, I will tell you no lies.
I've just remembered we've got three pairs of tickets to give away for uh, the Bare Naked Ladies this Saturday at the Manchester Apollo. Here's what we're going to do, and men and women can enter this, because there's probably some law that says I can't just make it ladies only. Here's the thing. The first... Only phone up if you can go. Okay, let's be sensible like this. Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Manchester Apollo, Saturday the 18th, we've got three pairs. The first three people to phone up can have them. It's as simple as that. The first three people to phone up that want these uh, three pairs of tickets to go to Manchester Apollo will get a pair of tickets each. Only phone up if you can go. Oh, double three oh. One, two, three, twelve. This is like doing a proper radio show. And do you know what, kids? I kind of dig it. If you want to win a pair of tickets to go and see the Bare Naked Ladies live in Manchester this Saturday, the 18th of September, 0330-123-1215, the first three people to call up can have them. Please only call if you can go. Oh, this is a waste, isn't it? Blooming waste. We are Absolute Radio, now with a cooler, smoother taste. Absolute Radio. Wake up beside men whose faces would make you scream in shock horror. Frank Skinner, Dave Gorman and Christian O'Connell. Faces for radio, voices for entertainment. Absolute Radio. Every morning when you wake up. Homeowners, how about some extra freeness? Buy more than buildings insurance and your home contents cover is free. And if you don't make a claim, it stays free every time you renew. Call 0800-515-515 and you could get a 25% discount or even more when you visit morethan.com. At least 50% of customers achieve this discount. More Than Survey, March 2010. Offer can be withdrawn. Excludes optional extras. Terms and conditions apply. Calls may be recorded and monitored. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Mystic bird. 
you want to, um, sorry. There we go, she's finished. Uh, if you want to get um, info about the Bare Naked Ladies and what they're up to, then I do recommend bnluk.net. It's the UK uh, Bare Naked Ladies website, and they do excellent, excellent stuff. I think uh, we've given away those three pairs of tickets for the uh, concert in Manchester. Keep listening. Um, throughout the week, we'll be giving away... We've got stacked loads of tickets. I'm, I'm tempted just to take them and go and stand outside a gig. Uh, and make some money. I don't know why we're giving them away to you lot, uh, but I think we have given away... Uh, Eloise, have we given away all those tickets? Hello? Eloise? Yeah. We've given them away, have we? Yeah. But hang up on that person. We're going to do Men's Corner now. Okay. We'll do the Men's Corner. So uh, if you're a bloke and you want to call up, you're now welcome to. I'm just saying we shouldn't be giving away all these tickets. We should go and stand outside a venue and make some money. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? Bummer. I'm not. I do like ticket touts. I know it's illegal and stuff, and you shouldn't. And they're, they're very naughty. But is they're, it actually illegal? Yeah. Didn't know that. I think it is. I'd imagine it is. But I do like them, because they're always... You, you walk into a gig, so you're going to the gig, and they say, you need any tickets? And they're like, well, no. I did buy a ticket. Did I buy tickets of a tout once? Or maybe that was a friend of mine. I don't know. Um, anyway, 0330. 123-1215 is the phone number. Last 10 minutes of the show. This is going to be... Um, the uh, gentleman's corner, men's corner, so men can phone up now. Women can still phone up as well. We've got a whole week of ladies' uh, specials. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen. I did my best man speech at the weekend, Eloise, and it went down surprisingly well. I looked very good in a kilt, and the speech went down surprisingly well. What did you t- talk about in it? I talked about embarrassing stories that had happened to my friend, right? I thought you couldn't remember any. Well, I couldn't remember... I, I, I remembered a couple... And then I asked some friends for some stories, right? So some friends gave me some stories. But one friend gave me a story, and as soon as I started telling this story, I thought, I've been sold a pup here. It was a story that wasn't about the person who was getting married. No. So I started telling this story about a beehive, and my mate Colin's face was like, this didn't happen to me. Oh, no. And fair, fair play, he chuckled along as though it was him. But at the end, I went, that beehive thing, that wasn't you, was it? He went... No, it wasn't. So I told her, in a specimen speech, I told an embarrassing story about the groom that wasn't actually about the groom. Out loud, did you say that's not about you? No, no, not out loud, in, not in the speech, no. <laughs> I said it after... Sorry? Just a little laugh. <laughs> little laugh there. Little laugh. Oh, last ten minutes of the show. Uh, Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash will be on at one o'clock. I feel like I had something to say. And uh, I have no idea what it was. Never mind, we'll, 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 we'll see. Uh, men and women can call up now. And you can call up and just have a little chitty chat. You can tell us what you've been up to today. You can tell me what you think of this ladies' week. Shouldn't the men's bit be exclusively for men? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. Oh, do you? Oh, do you? Unless you're going to step step in and put your foot down. Well, I did think the rest of the show is for ladies, okay. and I thought this was okay. called Men's Corner. Okay, you're right. You're but right. it's not Men's and Ladies' Corner. <sighs> in that case, you're right. In that case, it's men only. And not the classy jazz mag. It's the actual thing. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Welcome to Men's Corner. Hello, Ian. It's Stephen Leroy Cook. It is, mate. How are you doing? Hey, I'm all right, fella. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good stuff. What can I do for you, sir? Welcome to Men's Corner. What's your postcode? Um, <laughs> what, where I live? No, no, the post, absolute radio. Oh, what is, what is it, Eloise? W1F9DJ. W1F9DJ? Yep. Are you, are you Google where? mapping us? Pardon? Yeah. Wh- why? Why do you need that, Stephen Lee Rocook? Because, because um, I've sent a letter to um, oh. to Christian O'Connell. Oh, him, and yeah. And the woman said it's um, W one W F. It would never be one W. 
That's crazy. Well, that woman said it at the post office. I said it's not. I said that's the right post. post what woman? What woman said it? Uh, the, the post lady at the. Post oh, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know. Oh, she doesn't know. It's good reason to privatise the post office, I think. Yeah, uh, same with the Royal Mail, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the Royal Mail that's been privatised in the post office, they'll keep. Actually, they do, you know I'm in, do you know I'm going on Britain's Got Talent next year? Are you? Yeah. Are you sure that's a good idea? I'm sure. I'm positive, mate. Yeah. Are you, and, and you've spoken to people around you about this? Uh, no, I've, um, I've entered for Britain's Got Talent on a form, like, you know... OK, because you know that... You know, that I, I do worry that a lot of these shows, Stephen Leroy Cook... Are freak shows where they just get people on to laugh at them. Well, well, I don't think the um, the X Factor is worse. Yeah, I mean, and you're a great singer songwriter, High Flying Lady, one of my favourite songs of all time. Yeah. But um, do you not just worry that you might go on there and you might they might laugh at you? Just just um, just bro- turn the other cheek. You don't you don't. Good lad. You're you're bigger than Pierce Morgan, aren't you? Pardon? You're bigger than Pierce Morgan. No, I won't say that. No, okay. he's, he's, a, he's a big journalist. He's a very big journalist. He's got the Larry King job. Larry, Larry King, Piers Morgan, Larry King, Piers Morgan. What's going on? Well, Stephen Lyricot, let me know how you get on. Best of luck with that. Okay, thank you very much. Cheers, fella. Take care. There we go. What a nice, nice chap. Did you know, I've not looked at, at all what the last song is. It's The last song is Ugly Kid Joe. Well, there you go. Who'd have thought it? Uh, that gives us five minutes. That takes us up to 55. We'll stop a little bit early. 54, 55. There we go. Perfect. Right. Let's go to uh, Men's Corner. Line two. You're in Men's Corner. Welcome. Hello, Ian. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm fine, yes. Yeah, not too bad, mate. My name's Fester. How you doing? You okay? Fester? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's not like I look like Uncle Fester. It's no. because I fester on things. Okay. Now, I've got a bit of a problem, mate. See, the thing is, yes. is I've known this woman like, for about four weeks yeah. now, and she wants to take me to New York for the weekend. Ooh. And I don't know whether to go or not, mate. Well, yes, you should. Well, it's only four weeks, though, mate, do you know what I mean? I don't really know the woman. Like. Well, it's a weekend. Two yeah, nights. I know, but do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a bit nervous, like, you know what I mean? I've had a, a few, like, problems with women in the past, like. Well, uh, is she nice? She's all right, yeah, she's not too bad. Mate. Are you she's worried that bad. she might I be... I went be... down to see her, like, just for Milton Keynes. I went down to see her for the weekend, like. How did you but meet her? Right there. How did you meet her? Oh, I met her on the internet, mate. That's what I'm a bit worried about. Oh, then she's probably going to kill you, yeah. That's what I mean, mate, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I would, I would say, uh, don't go, she's a murderer. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Hello, it's Christopher here. How are you? I'm fine, Christopher. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. I, I think this lady's night's been an absolute disaster. Why is that? Well, I, I don't think you should have a show just for ladies. I mean, this, what oh. is this, loose women or something? I don't think women should be allowed to use the phone. Oh, dear. Okay, well, we'll, we'll bear that in mind and ignore it. Let's go to, uh, line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Hello? 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 Ring in Absolute? Yes, you're speaking to Absolute. Yeah. Yes, hello? Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes, hello? 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 It's not me, is it? That's you. That's me on the radio. Yes, sir. Oh, think and act. Yep. Yeah. It is, isn't it? It is. Right, let, let, we'll, we'll do this. If I ask a question, he'll get the, he'll ask, tell me the answer in seven seconds. What's your name? Ah, uh, my name's Andrew. I'm uh, living in Pentrabane. And why are you calling? Uh, oh. I should play some good music. I was bad. Okay, well, we're, we're not going to do that. 
We're only going to play crap music from now on. To be some cult or something like that. No. Oh, don't be tight, innit? Thanks for calling. It's okay. You're welcome, but there we go. Um, well, that'll do. I think that'll do. First night of ladies, uh, ladies' week. Not bad. Excellent guests. Excellent guests. If you just tuned in, you missed an hilarious Keith Lemon, um, which will be the best bit podcast. Uh, you also missed Harry Shearer. Um, I'll just say his film, uh, The Big Uneasy, is at the Curzon, Shaftesbury Avenue, six thirty on Wednesday. We gave away bare naked ladies tickets. Very, very busy. Tomorrow we've got Lisa Faulkner on, who I've... Do you know what? I'm glad that we had that conversation about me, you know, her telling me we'd met when I'd forgotten on Twitter. Because if she'd have come in yeah. and I'd have said, oh, it's nice to meet you, and she said, we've met already, that would have been worse. Now, tomorrow we've got a nice little icebreaker yeah. to, to, start the, um, to start the show. So that's, uh, that's going to be good. Um, and uh, on Thursday we've got the listener, Sherilyn. Is that her name? Yeah. I can never get her name right. Who was chosen by you? Um, no. What? No. no, but I was talking to the listener. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Mark Crosley, Stills and Nash is up next. Do stick around. He's very, very good, you know. We're back tomorrow at 11. Until then, ta ta.